Have you tried to get out of debt before and you failed, you had setbacks, you got discouraged, and then you just gave up? I'm going to tell you why that happened. So stick around. My name is Lori Hutchison. I am the founder of Nifty Thrifty Lifestyle, and I went from food stamps to financial freedom. I provide you not only with tips and tricks to saving money, but will also give you a roadmap to paying off your debt and to achieve your financial freedom. So full disclaimer, this podcast is, you know, more than likely to be riddled with swear words. So if you are easily offended by cussing, then this ain't the fucking podcast for you, man. That's all I'm going to say. So did you know that 8 out of 10 Americans live paycheck to paycheck? According to Experian, uh, as of the third quarter of 2022, which was the most recent information I could find, um, the average American held over $101,000 in just consumer debt, not including your mortgage, just consumer debt. And that may be you. And if it is, that's okay. Because clearly, you are not alone here. You are not the only one. So many people, including myself, say, if I just made more money, then everything will be fine. Well, first off, that's a fucking lie. Okay? For many reasons. One, if you just made more money, that alone would not stop you from incurring debt. Otherwise, celebrities... Athletes and lottery winners would never file for bankruptcy, right? Because they have endless amounts of cash. And we know that that happens all the time. They're all, they go broke all the time. So what is it? What does it actually come down to as far as not being in debt and being financially free? As some people, including myself, like to say, it's not about how much you make, but it's about how much you spend, right? Live less than you make. And there is truth to that, but thrifty living can only take you so far. I mean, I have been thrifty living my whole life and I still went fucking broke, right? So for many people, the factor when you get an increase in income is you also get an increase in lifestyle, right? You buy a better house, get a better car, you go on better vacations, instead of putting money into savings, instead of paying off debt, your additional income goes to your lifestyle. And I mean, it's more fun. Trust me, it's more fun to buy a new car. It is more fun than, you know, going to Cancun than it is to like, mm, I put the money in my savings account. It's simply more fun. People prefer fun over pain. But here's the thing. The middle class is broke and they're suffering. Hell, I would even argue that the homeless guy under the bridge has more cash in his pocket than someone in the middle class right now. You know why? Because the homeless guy can't get credit. And the middle class has access to plenty of credit. And it's getting them in trouble. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, for most of us, in order to elevate our standing from the guy under the bridge, we have to start leveraging some sort of credit, right? You have to have a credit score. 
and I will, I'll do a credit score 101 here later, but so much in your life is indicative off of your credit score. And are there times where credit works to your advantage? Sure. Um, you know, there are cards out there that give you points based on, you know, how much you charge on them that you can use for airlines or hotels or gift cards or whatever. I have one of those cards myself. But however, it doesn't benefit you if you don't pay off the card every month. There's no benefit in getting a free $800 airline ticket if you pay $2,000 in interest on the bill. I mean, most people are not able to pay their cards off every month. And, but yet they still have this illusion that they're winning because of all of their free points. But if you break it down, the math just isn't mathing. Okay. So why do people struggle when it comes to personal finance? Essentially, there are two main reasons. One, getting out of debt is 80% mindset and 20% math. If you are determined that this is it, hell or high water, you are going to eradicate your debt, then you will. If you think I am never going to get out of debt, I'm always going to be in the hole, it's never going to happen, then you will. I know this sounds pretty simplistic, right? But it is the honest to God's truth. If you can't make getting out of debt your main focus for however long it's going to take you, whether that's six months or three years, if you can make that your focus, then it will happen. But most people just can't maintain their focus for this long, right? The second, really, the second reason is your relationship with money. We know that most of our money habits are really rooted in our childhood. And because of this, debt payoff plans shouldn't be a one-size-fits-all solution, right? Step one, step two, step three, step four. Do it. You're done. Yay. Because of your relationship with money and your outlook and your mindset in regards to money, we all have different relationships with it. The best comparison that I can come up to is think about being in school. Okay. And there are some people that learn from reading. There are some people that learn from memorization. There are some people that are visual learners. There's other people that learn with their hands. That all correlates the same as money. So if you are following a debt payoff plan that might be more suitable for someone that learns with their hands and you learn by visual aids, the the styles don't mesh together. The strategies don't mesh and it's not going to work. And that's why you are going to fail. So that's why I've come up with debt payoff solutions that are tailored for your specific spending archetype. Now, I know what you're wondering, like, what the hell is this batshit crazy woman fucking talking about, right? In all the time that I've spent on this, I've determined that everybody falls into one of four spending types, the nickel and dimer, the keeping up with the Joneses, the yo-yo debtor, and the emotional spender. On my website, you can actually find your spending archetype in the upper right-hand corner that says take our spending type quiz. My website is niftythriftylifestyle.com. So if you want to find out your spending archetype, just go there. Now, the nickel and dimer, let's go over that type of spender. This is the person that can spend a ridiculous amount of money on seemingly nothing, right? They can blow $500 in a week. And if you ask them, 
uh, what'd you spend your money on? They will kind of just shrug and mumble some weird random purchases, you know, like lunch out. There was the NCAA pool at work. Uh, I got some gas. I got a lottery ticket, picked up some beer, chewing tobacco, went golfing, bought some energy drinks. The kid next door was having a fundraiser. And at the end of the day, they wake up and they have zero money and they have no idea what happened to it. It's completely completely absent-minded spending. And I use those examples because this is my husband. He is a nickel and dimer and it drives me absolutely crazy. For him and for this type of spender, you really have to embrace intentional spending. And this is where you spend every dollar with intent and purpose. And when you go to make a purchase, you really need to think that is this purchase enough for me to take away from my overall goal, which is paying off debt. The envelope system works fabulous for these types of spenders. This is where you allocate your expenses into an envelope. And once it's gone, it's gone. Now, he didn't really manage bills or budget or groceries or anything like that, that we just use that just for his personal slush fund. Everybody should have their own personal slush fund. And, you know, I'll go into that later, but that's what he needs to manage his slush fund. For somebody that's a keeping up with the Joneses type of spender, they have a completely different outlook and a completely different relationship with money. This person focuses on the, let's say, Kardashian lifestyle, which is all flash, right? The best cars, best houses, clothing, private schools. They buy the latest and greatest trends, technology, expensive vacations. They're more worried about people's perception of them than they are about their own financial situation. And this isn't just for women. There are just as many men that are keeping up with the Jones funders as women. And most of the times, to be honest, they're married to each other, okay? But these types of spenders can be the hardest to change in regards to mindset because it is a whole mindset shift. Getting out of debt is a truly humbling experience. And more often than not, these types of spenders aren't willing to take two steps back in order to take a giant leap forward. All right, so the debt payoff plan for these guys is really more of mindset work and mindset shift than anything else. Personally, I'm a self-described yo-yo debtor. What is a yo-yo debtor? They are the pie-in-the-sky, rose-colored glasses, serial entrepreneur that will always get the next big score to pay off their debt and to be a success. Except the score never happens, okay? They start businesses, side hustles, MLM. And most of the time, these guys have to hit absolute rock bottom to where there's no way out. Now, okay, rock bottom is different for everybody. It's not the same. But also, this also is a mindset shift for these spenders. And they have to essentially make the debt payoff their new business or new project in order to be able to come debt free. The largest category is the emotional spender. These types of spenders are really buying things and spending money to help satisfy something inside of them, okay? This can be the dopamine hit from online shopping due to boredom, depression, loneliness. Sometimes they spend out of guilt. 
maybe from a divorce. And so they are trying to buy the love and affection of their children because they had to put their kids through a divorce. Or maybe they have an emotional connection to have to help support a toxic relative that is capable of standing two feet on their own, but they use the guilt to um, uh, emotionally manipulate other people and helping cover their expenses. It can be anything. Emotional spenders, they really have to sort of remove the things from their lives and change their habits that enable their emotional spending. And whether that's the you know, instead of going to the stores or going to garage sales on weekends, you go ride a bike or you get a new hobby that's free, whether you cancel your Amazon Prime or your Macy's app so you don't have that online shopping addiction. Here, the envelope system can help curb impulse spending as well as embracing the intentional spending aspect, which we'll go over there. Now, an impulse buyer can be any sort of these categories because every one of them have an element of impulse buying, which again, we'll kind of address further on down the line um, when we're going to go over impulse buying and intentional spending and what you can do to really sort of curb those and redirect that into more productive opportunities. But here's what I'm going to tell you. If you are just at the point where you are sick and tired of the situation you are in, and you are sick and tired of the debt choking you and not being able to sleep, right? And you're finally just making the choice to be done, then I encourage you to attend one of my free upcoming Debt Busters workshops. You can find the dates and register at niftythriftylifestyle.com forward slash workshop. And as Mark Twain said, the secret to getting ahead is just getting started. The secret to getting started is breaking down your complex, overwhelming tasks into small, manageable tasks, and then start on the first one. My goal is to help you get started and to help keep you on the path to being debt-free. So I want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. Please Rate, share, review this podcast so I can help more people just like yourself. Now, at the end here, I'm going to do a little legal disclaimer. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. I am not a licensed financial advisor, accountant, or attorney. If you have questions in regard to any one of these areas, please reach out to someone that is. The advice given here is based on personal experience only. So until next time. Catch you later, friends.